Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, kids in the host chair. It is Brendan Escott with you on the Wednesday edition of Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. A big 5-3 victory on home ice last night for the Oilers, and it wasn't trending that direction off the top, but they showed some grit. They found a way to win. Mike Smith, however he figures how to get it done, I mean, he makes it work. And now he's 8-0-2 in his last 10 starts. Boy, when I watch that guy play between the pipes, it looks like street hockey to me sometimes. Sometimes it's for worse. Last night, it was for the better. And he held the minute, particularly with that late surge by the Blackhawks in period number three. All told, Oilers still maintaining in that uh, second spot in the Pacific Division standings. They are one back of Vancouver. Vancouver does host those Chicago Blackhawks tonight. So stands to be a little bit of shuffling in the standings as there is this time of year and particularly as tight as this playoff race has become. Also, it is the Sedin 
jersey retirement ceremony tonight. So we'll talk about that a little bit with our NHL insider John Shannon coming up at 1.35. Prior to that, though, 12.35, we'll hear from Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, uh, get his thoughts on how the Oilers have done, how they might do in the absence of Captain Connor McDavid, whether last night was an indicator of things to come or maybe more of a one-off. We'll see. 105, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, again, fast becoming one of our most popular guests on this program. We will hear from Bob as he is now in the air, but had a chance to catch up with him uh, this morning before they jumped on the bird. Oilers off to Tampa, Florida. They get the lightning tomorrow, an early start time here on 6.30, Chad, a 5 p.m. puck drop, 3.30 for your City Ford face-off show. But what do you think? What do you think of that game last night? The top line coming through huge. Kyler Yamamoto, a pair of goals. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, a goal and a helper. And of course, Leon Dreisaitl leading the league in points with 89 now. He had a goal and three helpers. Listen, I don't know if this is going to work for the next 8 to 12 games while McDavid recovers from this quad injury, but... That was a pretty good start last night. Maybe you disagree. You can let me know on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors are ready for your kids' pre-game warm-up, warm-up rather. And you can also call us on our River Cree Resort Casino hotline. Same number, 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better, now 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort Casino, excitement. Bet on it. Again, want to get your thoughts on that victory last night. Scary incident in that St. Louis Blues game I want to touch on just briefly. I'm sure you've heard by now, but Edmonton product Jay Bomeister collapsing on the bench. Just about five and a half minutes worth of time on the ice played there for uh, the veteran defenseman. He was taken off on a stretcher. He was attended to both at the rink and then later in hospital. He was alert. He was responsive and he is being held for medical testing. Uh, GM Doug Armstrong is supposed to be releasing an update on that. So if that comes through during the show, uh, it's certainly something that will pass your way. Right now, though, we're going to get into our Oilers Now Audio Vault. That's brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Now is as good a time as any, by the way, to hit up their store. It is chilly out there today, supposed to be a little bit later on this week as well. Jack Michaels with the call on the Oilers Radio Network. Edmonton knows the importance of another Western Conference victory and an opportunity to jam one of the challengers trying to chase them down in the Western Conference playoff picture that much further down in the stand. Here's Archibald over the line. Cassie the shot. Rebound. Score. Riley Shin buries it. And Edmonton takes a 1-0 lead. 73 seconds into the game. Shin scores his seventh. Nurse trying to shot. It was blocked. And here's Patrick Kane down the seam. Bear is back defensively and forces him out wide. Centering pass. One Timer score, Brandon Saad ties it. One all. Goalie Mata works a two-on-one for the Hawks, maybe three-on-one if they want it. Walking in the carpet across ice, one-timer score. Jonathan Tame, shorthanded goal. Chicago leads it 2-1. Oilers all over Chicago here. Clap on the try on the shot, save, rebound, score. Finally, Yamamoto pours it into the back of the net, and we are tied at two. Kyler Yamamoto, power play goal, his sixth. In 15 games with Edmonton, we are tied at two. 
Yamamoto, interior pass intended for Clefbaum, broken up, but now Boakvist and Kane will lead a two-on-one. It's Kane over the line, right wing, back to Boakvist, shoots and scores. How, how does that happen in that sequence? You've got to make a better play than that defensively. The chip for Edmonton. Tries out a new Janomkin shot, save, Leonard, rebound, score! Yamamoto digging away at the right pad, and he tucks home his second of the night. It's the equalizer. Three all. Yamamoto seventh. Mike Smith fires a dart to Nugent Hopkins. In over the line, left wing. Feeds down low. Backhander drives on. Save made. Rebound score. Another power play goal. This one for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And the Oilers back into the lead. Four to three. Ten seconds to go. Edmonton four. Chicago three. To bring it cross ice. Broken up by Drysaddle. That is empty. Shoots and scores. This game is over. Leon Drysaddle caps a four-point night with an empty netter. And Edmonton won't be denied without its captain tonight. Five-three is going to be your final. I'm going to humbly brag about the fact that Jack <laughs> Jack Michaels works for the Edmonton Oilers organization. He is fantastic when the game gets down to the wire like that. Great call there. Oilers pull it off. It was not pretty throughout that entire game, but they got the contributions where they needed to. Um, you know, from the Blackhawks' perspective... Patrick Kane's one hell of a hockey player. I mean, the, the looks that he was firing across on those those two-on-one opportunity in particular for Saad's goal, I, you, you can't stop that. I mean, former number one overall pick, it showed last night. Um, but ultimately, Oilers had the horses going on the top line to overcome that. Big part of it is Yamamoto. We'll start with Tippett's thoughts on the 5-3 win. I mean, first of all, I thought we competed hard. I, I had a feeling our, I thought our team would come out and play hard tonight. Um, you know, missing Connor is a big piece out of our lineup, but I thought guys would really step up and compete hard, and we did. Like even we got on our heels a little bit, didn't make enough plays in the third, but Schmidt was really good, and and we competed no matter what. Like we competed hard, we made a few mistakes, but I liked the way we competed. And the players have the mindset, you know, like you we got ourselves in a good race here, and every team's going through through some adversity, some with injuries. And we're no different than that. It doesn't mean we can't compete hard and try to find ways to win. And that's what it's going to be for us from now on. Like every game is going to be a different game. I just told the players that we found a way to win this game. Let's go into Tampa. We've got to find a way to win that game. Right? And it might be our power play is good. We might need our penalty kill. It might be great goaltending. We might need to muck it up and just make it ugly and win. But somehow we've got to find a way to keep getting points. So that's the attitude of our team right now. So some of that adversity, uh, just to mention it, James Neal was placed on the injured reserve retroactive to January 30th. So he's already eclipsed the seven-day period. He can come back anytime now, day-to-day. I'm not 100% sure whether he made this trip down to Florida. Of course, pre-taped the conversation with Bob that we're going to get to in a couple of minutes here. Uh, but the news coming after that, that Neal was placed on IR. Tyler Benson did get the call back up from Bakersfield. The Condors are playing tonight in Ontario so I'm expecting as one texter has mentioned here give him a bit of a break after spending all this time on airplanes recently he probably won't draw in for Tampa Bay this is just my speculation I would think more likely against Florida on Saturday to give Benson that opportunity so that in mind maybe we're not going to see any changes in the lineup but frankly they were able to grind one out last night and as I mentioned Yamamoto a huge part of that Dave Tippett talking about the youngsters effectiveness he's a good player like he drags 
gets people into the fight. The thing about him, I, I and I've said it before, but he keeps plays alive. And even you know his his second goal tonight. I mean that puck is kind of there. A lot of guys they see that and they skate by it. He keeps the thing alive and it scores. So he's on pucks. He's I mean he's he's relentless. And uh, it's great to see guys like that. Their work gets rewarded. And he was the guy you know on the power play. We talked about different scenarios we look at and. He chases pucks down. He finds opportunities, and it's great to see him get rewarded with goals. I mean, his goals he's scoring, it's not from far out. He's around the cage, and that's uh, he's relentless to get there. So good for him, playing really well. He's really changed the dynamic of that line, and now, I mean, they're going to need it more than ever. If there's another 7 to 11 games without Connor McDavid in the lineup, they're going to need that guy who can spark the energy, which is exactly what his line mate, Leon Dreisaitl, had to say. He's contagious a little bit, you know. He's so so feisty, and he, um, he's so quick on pucks, and he steals so many, so many pucks from... Um, uh, from players and he creates turnovers so it's kind of contagious for a group I think and yeah, he's done a great job um, you know he's really helped our team out and um, yeah you know uh, it's very fun to play with him right now and don't forget again this is not his first cup of coffee it's not even his second cup of coffee at the NHL level he says this time around he feels like he's settled into the pace oh I feel a lot more comfortable than my first years um, my first two um, you know they were tough um, yeah I know that but uh, this year I feel way more comfortable um, you know a lot closer to the guys this year and um, you know just feel a lot more comfortable on the ice with them there you go. That's our direct workwear audio vault. It is 12:17 in Edmonton. We're going to take a quick timeout, and then when we come back, we'll hear Bob Stoffer's thoughts on the game, thoughts on his friend, a longtime uh, member of the Edmonton Hockey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Seen that as Jay Bowmies through who's recovering from a cardiac incident. We'll get those thoughts on the other side of this timeout here on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Nuge with a goal and an assist last night. Oilers one point back of division leading Vancouver. Oilers with 66 points, Vancouver with 67. The Canucks are welcoming in those Chicago Blackhawks tonight. So that could change before tomorrow's game against Tampa Bay. That's where the big fella Bob Stoffer is off to right now. So we caught up with him early this morning, started our conversation, getting his thoughts on last night's game. Found a way to get it done, right? I mean, that's the thing, a highly entertaining hockey game, a team with Chicago that leaks chances themselves. And obviously, uh, you know, the Oilers are got a little bit of skill even without Leon Dreis or without uh, Connor McDavid in the lineup and the Dreisaitl 
uh, Yamamoto and Nugent Hopkins line were a threat every time they were on the ice. And Kane was a threat every time he was on the ice, and fans got entertained, and the best part is the Oilers got the win. Very different game without the performance of Mike Smith in that, particularly in that third period. And I thought he did a lot uh, in, in sort of the style that only Mike Smith can execute throughout the game, and then it really was on display in the third. Yeah, that's a great point by you. I mean, they don't get that win without Mike Smith. I know the Sportsnet picked the Stars last night and had all three of the guys in the top line. I'm sure the guys at Sportsnet were thinking they could have given Mike Smith a star as well. I mean, he was stellar last night uh, in the third when it mattered, and the Oilers got outplayed, and, you know, Chicago got the only power play in the third period, and uh, end result was, really, you look at it, goaltending special teams ultimately went into the hockey game. I know the Oilers gave up a shorthanded goal against, but they also scored two on the power play, and the Hawks went, you know, they went over with the extra man, and, uh, you know, Smith made one more save that mattered than... Uh, Robin Lehner. So Smith was a big part of things yesterday, Brendan. They're going to have to lean heavily over the next stretch of games on that top line. And you mentioned it. Go down the list. Kyler Yamamoto, a pair of goals. Dreisaitl, a goal and three helpers. And the Nuge has one and one. Um, just impressive stuff from them and setting the tone. But it was actually Josh Archibald, Riley Shan's line that Dave Tippett credited post game was sort of setting the energy tone. Uh, that's something else they're going to need moving forward, isn't it? Well, they're going to need to sign... Uh, Archibald and Shane, in my opinion. Uh, there's been some good additions. There will be fewer spots available next year at the start of the year. You know, but uh, those guys are basically the Oilers' second line right now without Connor McDavid in the lineup, right? So, you know, Cassian, Shane, and uh, Archibald. And Archibald was in on the forecheck. Probably should have drawn himself at least one more power play for Edmonton. I thought there was a pretty obvious uh, trip on the play that negated a scoring opportunity. But, uh yeah, absolutely. Those guys got it going early, and they were good all game, and they did an excellent job in penalty kill as well. Sheen and Archibald uh, that were part of the factor in the order success last night. So moving forward onto this road trip, Bob, what do you think are going to be some of the keys for this group, particularly playing without the captain, as we know, in order to uh, continue this success? Well, we need to see what Tampa Bay is bringing uh, tomorrow night because they got a couple guys banged up late in last night's game. Stamkos, for the listeners that don't know, has not played the last two games, but was listed as probable for the game against Edmonton tomorrow. But then Kucherov and uh, and, uh, and Shirelli didn't finish the game. Uh, those are guys, obviously, uh, you know, Shirelli uh, can really skate and is a clutch player. And Kucherov, luckily, in scoring was one of her trophies. So, uh, you know, it's it, we'll, we'll see who's in who's out. Uh, it's going to be a real challenge in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got a deep team. And then you, you take a look at, uh, you know, you, you kind of take a look at, Floor. I mean, this is a tough road trip. I mean, all three of these teams are good. All three of these teams have depth. Uh, Carolina doesn't have Dougie Hamilton right now. Uh, Florida played eight defensemen last night, and Mark Pezik is becoming a, a scoring phenom for the Panthers. So <laughs> it starts with Tampa Bay, and uh, it, it won't be easy. And I'm not making excuses for the Oilers. Every team in the league has some injuries. Uh, I don't think every team in the league has Connor McDavid out. Uh, but when you're sitting there rolling along and uh, you know, you you fly today, you play Tampa Bay tomorrow night, and then you got Saturday and Sunday day games in Florida and Carolina. You basically got three three games in a span of, you know, just under four days. It's going to be a tough stretch here. This, I actually think this is the toughest road trip of the year, Brendan. Well, and they're going to have to call up a forward as well because every one of the forwards was dressed last night with the injuries. Yep. So do we have any idea who that may be? Yeah, it'll be either Benson or Granlin that's going to beat the team in Tampa Bay. We'll wait for, I mean, that's the only 
logical. You know, you don't call up. By the way, Bakersfield plays tonight. So, as you know, so you don't call up uh, Ryan McLeod. He's just starting to get going here in the minors. You don't call up Maximov. Uh, you know, Malone, I mean, you've already got a bunch of centers. You know, Colby Cave is up. My guess is it's going to be one of Tyler Benson or uh, Marcus Granlin. Finally, what do you think the goaltending splits look like? Do you think Smith gets Tampa Bay and then they sort of alternate from there? Yep. I think it'll go Smith, Koskinen, and Smith. That's what I... Eh, that's, if Smith gets the win, I think it's going to go... Let's put it this way. If the Oilers win tomorrow against Tampa... I think it's going to go Smith, Smith, and Koskinen, but they're definitely splitting on the weekend. It's interesting. Just the, uh, and I, I, you know, we're pre-taping this. I'll actually be in the air uh, when it runs during the show. Uh, it, it's funny how much the focus is more on, you know, what what occurred last night with Jay Bomeister. Mm-hmm. As you know, Brendan, we've talked about him a lot over the years. Um, and I remember seeing Jay skate, I don't know, 1994, 95, alumni skates at the U of A, and I was like, Damn, that freshman can really skate. Like, who's that red shirt out there? And they're like, No, no, that's that's Jay Bomeister. He's eleven. <laughs> you know, so uh, that I mean, he was a six foot one, six foot two kid at that point who could just fly. Um, you know, played over twelve hundred games in the NHL, but that was a big scare around the league. Uh, you know, we're gonna more information is gonna be released, but uh, you know, really fortunate that the medical staffs of the Blues and Anaheim and. Uh, you know, obviously, the the doctors in Anaheim did a did a great job there. Uh, uh, it's because it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, you you saw the, the the replays of it and things. Just how upset the players were. Mm-hmm. It's funny. You can sit there and uh, you know we're on the periphery of it in our roles, but you know the guys in the guts of the game at times it gets pretty nasty, pretty high spirited. But Bomeister is a really well liked player. I mean, Ryan Getzlaff and Bomeister you know, one together playing for Team Canada, and they played against each other in junior. So, um, you know, they played against each other for a long time. And Anaheim and St. Louis have had some bad blood, but that incident just kind of put everything else in perspective. So that's, a, that's an Edmonton guy. Again, he's – two. I go back to that 2002 draft, uh, being in Toronto that year. And, uh, you know, Jay, a lot of people thought was going to go number one, and we knew Joffrey Lupul was going to go in the top ten. They both played for Medicine Hat in the WHL. And uh, Jay ended up going third, and Joff went seventh. And uh, those were two guys. You know, Scotty Upshaw went sixth. I saw Scotty put a tweet out last night as well. So I know there's a lot of people. Uh, I, I probably had, well, I've had eight separate people from different organizations that sort of know the connection. And Dan Bowmeister, as you know, is a former assistant coach at the U of A. And there's a lot of people that uh, have been, you know, sort of inquired and checked in all the media. Have a lot of time, a lot of respect for Jay. So it was a scary thing last night. Yeah, it sure was. And all accounts, at least at the time of recording, is that he's awake, alert, communicative, and, yeah. and they're just doing some testing to make sure that it's not a long-term thing. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's, it's scary when you're talking the heart. So. Again, uh, and I don't, uh, you know, just before our flight time here, I don't have anything further. I know Doug Armstrong's going to be talking later today, so uh, you might get some more information on that a little bit later on. And we will be chatting with Brian Lawton about that after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.